Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Atomic Podcast. Ephraim's guest is the lovely actor Jessica Morris. Intellectual stimulation by way of mobile devices. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Atomic Podcast. And here is your host of the show, Ephraim Guzman. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another exciting episode of the Atomic Podcast. My guest this week, it's been a long time she's been on, writer, actor, Jessica Morris. Jessica, welcome back, and it's been a few years, if you remember. <laughs> How you been? Wow, thank you for having me. Yeah, time flies. I didn't even realize it had been that long. I know. It's, it, oh, it, it's, it's been a while. It's been a while. And like before we even get started... Um, you know, everybody has their own ways of adjusting to quarantine life in level last year where we were pretty much quarantined. Um, how did you adjust and how did you, in your psyche, like how did you manage to, you know, be sane in an insane world? You know, I, I started going on a lot of walks and really? it's such a simple thing that I hadn't really done before, but um, yeah, I just kind of walking in the neighborhood and it was so enjoyable. I was like, well, why have I not been doing this all along? Um, just getting out in nature and just, you know, kind of strolling and um, looking at the houses, looking at the trees and being sort of one with nature. It just, it really helps going on my daily walks. Yeah. Was you one of those persons that had to struggle with getting toilet paper and like um, cleanser? Like, did they sell out by you? Yeah, that did happen. Um, by the time I go to the store, like, everything's gone. Oh, my God. I was God. just like, why is everyone being, I mean, I get that people are freaking out, but <laughs> you don't need to stock up on, like, a whole room full of toilet paper when other people just need one roll. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was crazy. It seems like last year was like another life, even though like we're sort of sort of progressing with it. You know, it's just it's it, like everything's just changed for a lot of people. You know, even for all types of profession, because even where I worked at, I was laid off for a while because someone contracted COVID, and um oh, no. and, and and hit the entertainment field as well. You know, like has it affected you like um, in twenty twenty work wise, or was you still being able to work? It absolutely affected me. I mean, the industry was completely shut down for a while. Yeah. So, um, you know, luckily I, I have my, one of my closest friends has a wholesale gift toy company and she let me come help her out, you know, not go, I wouldn't go to the office, but, you know, from my home, um, I would help her, um, with some emails and some work. So I was able to actually, you know, make a little bit of money to be able to pay my bills. Um, so, it actually, she started selling masks basically right at when the pandemic first started. She hopped on that bandwagon and started selling masks. So, her company was doing really well. And so, I was able to, you know, have work that way until the industry opened back up. And then, you know, once things slowly started opening up, there were actually a couple, like, indie projects they did out of town um, that were, you know, doing the COVID tests and trying to be as safe as possible. But um, a lot of people out of like in LA they weren't shooting anything at all but in other states they were kind of slowly opening up a little sooner yeah it's crazy like um like I was telling a lot of people that 
um, mask or the new Jordans for like 2020, especially with quarantine, because everybody was getting, you know, like you could be inventive with the mask, like you get them designed, or you could get like stuff that has logos on it or whatnot. So, like in a way, it makes it it, it sort of like made it normal for a lot of people to like. You know, get a mask. Yeah, it's kind of uh, fun to get into the fashion of it. I know I made a dumb joke the other day. It was obviously a joke because people have dealt with such horrible things during this pandemic. So I made it like a ridiculous kind of statement. But I was just like, I am so tired of wearing these masks because I don't have one to match all of my outfits. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But you, but you, but you, but you see, it's crazy that you have to apologize for that because it's like everything is so like. I don't know, like, it's it's so different, it's a different world, people, like... People get offended very easily these days. Yes, and the thing is, everybody has, like, they're, like, high on a soapbox, and I'm sure, like, in their private lives, they say things that it's not PC, but, like, we all do that, you know? And it's just, like, right. everybody has to be restricted what they say now, but I guess that's just society the way it is now, you know? So true. It's... it's... It's kind of um, scary, you know, that we have to walk on eggshells all the time um, with the things that we say. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you know, especially like if certain like entertainers post things on 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 Twitter or whatever beliefs, if if they believe in anti-vax or not anti-vax, it's like they get attacked for it. It's just you know, right. it's. It, 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 it's crazy because everybody has their own opinions. Everybody has their own way. You know, everybody has their own logic on why it is the way right. it is, you know. But and everyone's trying to figure it out, you know, and figure out what's best for them and what's best for everyone else. And not everyone's always right, and that's okay. I mean, I it's been a very polarizing time, and I have some of my best friends who believe vastly different things than me, and, and it has been challenging. But I my, you know, goal is... I'm never going to stop being friends with someone or stop caring about someone or have any sort of animosity or hate towards someone just because they think something different than me. Yeah, that's true. You know, and, you know, like, you know, um, the, the it affected people a lot differently and people's mindset differently. Like, I was talking about the entertainment industry. And, you know, you know, you coming from the world of soaps, you know, when you got your start at, like, I think General Hospital and Young and the Restless, they had stopped for a while. And then, you know, they started going back on it again, you know, with the whole mm-hmm. vaccination and whatnot. Like, I think that... Like, you know, speaking of soap operas, soap operas keep on trucking, you know, like, I know One Life to Live will always hold a special place in your heart, and um, right now, you know, we have, like, I think, what is it, The Young and the Restless, um, Days of Our Lives, General Hospital, Bold and the Beautiful, I think, those are, like, the main ones that are still on. Like, are, are you surprised that soap operas are still going with all the changes that's going on in, like, the entertainment world and television? You know, like, I have input surprised by it because really there have been so many okay. times you know where it seemed like they were all kind of going out the door yeah it went off and like half of them basically left you kind of thought okay maybe there's a few more years for the others but they just they just keep on trucking so yeah that's really impressive yeah it's still going and um and you know, and this, and and like for you, your work, you've been doing a lot of Lifetime movies, and I'm telling you one thing: like Lifetime movies and Hallmark movies are right up there because the ratings for them are astronomical, man. And first of all, like you've done a lot of Lifetime movies. How did you get involved in doing the Lifetime movies? Because you know, you see, like you know how they say, oh, the ex soap star is doing uh, Lifetime movies, or like um, a lot of them are doing Hallmark movies. Like, how did you get involved in that? Yeah, it does seem like they use a lot of daytime actors. Um, yeah. But actually, I got involved 
first with um, director David Dakota because he, um, I had met him through friends years ago, and also I did like a little horror movie with him. And so then he just basically called me in for one, uh, one of the wrong movies. Yes. And then from that point on, I just started doing like so many of the wrong movies. And now I'm branching out and working with other production companies. And um, yeah, I just, I feel like once you're kind of in that world and if people like, you know, the work you're doing, then you start getting more offers or more opportunities to do other movies that are similar. Yeah. How do you feel being associated now with the wrong movies? You know, people say, oh, that's the girl from One Life to Live, or that's her. Now you're, like, associated with the wrong movies. Like, how do you feel about that? <laughs> I am happy as long as I'm working, then yes. I will take it. You know? <laughs> like, as, I, I, that's totally fine. Like, would I love to be the lead on some hit HBO show? Of course. But however I have a career and I'm able to do what I love, I am so appreciative and grateful for that. Yeah. Are you surprised if, like, the ratings are, like, astronomically high? Like, are you surprised at, like, how many people, or, like, you know, watch Lifetime movies? And, and, and you know, the, I think, isn't there another, there's a Lifetime movies and there's another affiliation channel, isn't it, I believe? Like, another Lifetime, Lifetime network? movie network? Yes, yes, yes. That That's what yeah. it is. Yes. Like, it's, 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 it's a franchise. It's huge, you know? Oh, yeah. I'm not really um, surprised by it because, I mean, those movies are really addicting to watch. Before I even ever, you know, acted in a Lifetime movie, there were times, you know, on a weekend, on Saturday or something, if you start, if you turn it on and you start watching one, you just kind of get hooked. They're very easy to watch, kind of like guilty pleasure type yes. movies. And, yes. you know, they just play one after the other. So, you know, if you have nothing to do and you're just like kind of binge watching some movies... You just, you get sucked in and all of a sudden you just watch three. You're like, where did my day go? <laughs> yep, exactly. Like, you know, I associate Hallmark with those Christmas movies. Like, and then like, to me, like when I watch Lifetime movies, I associate it with like the affair or the teacher or like, you know, something like, like mm -hmm. something doing something dirty and naughty. Like, all right, I'm gonna watch a naughty movie. Right. You watch a Lifetime. That's how it is. Let's watch a naughty movie. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you see, but the thing is about Lifetime, like it's naughty without showing the naughty. Like everything is like subtle, you know, because you can't oh, yeah, really. Like the love scenes. Yes. You don't really show anything. Like, yes. There's no nudity. You don't, you're not allowed to really cuss. You know, it's, it actually is pretty clean cut, even though it is a, you know, kind of darker thriller. Yes, yeah. type vibe. Yeah. yeah. Do you find it better that way, where like you don't have to show anything, like it's all implied? Like, do you find it as an actor, it's better that way instead of like, all right, I'm, I guess I have to show my chest or whatever. Like, do you find it better where you, it's like classy in a way where it's like it's like hinted at it? Yeah, I prefer it. It's it's more comfortable, definitely. Um, you know, I I done a little bit of um, you know, nudity for certain roles in the past. Yeah. You know, I, I'm not modest, and I don't think there's anything wrong with nudity, but it's like people's reaction to it sometimes is kind of gross, you know? Yeah. Um, people get kind of perverted about it. They take screenshots and put it on sites online. And <laughs> yeah. So yeah. that's kind of, you know, weird. And um, and so, yeah, I, I, I like, and, and also, like, just, you know, as a woman, the older you get, the more, the less you are just wanting to be about, oh, look at my body. Like, let me be this um sex symbol you'd rather be taken seriously for your work and what you offer other than your body so um mm -hmm. it's better when you don't have to take your clothes off 
Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's true. I guess that's true because, like, my, well, I'm saying I don't know that experience, but I'm saying, like, I'm sure if, like, someone will Google themselves, like, if they've done a lot of, like, roles, like, you can see, like, screenshot images, you're like, oh, my God, I'm, I'm there forever now, you know, I'm, like, right. encapsulated on Google images for, like, my chest or whatever, you know, but I right. get it, it's, though. like, not a big deal, it's, like, nudity can be beautiful um, and artistic, but it's just the way that people perceive it sometimes is in a, in a dirty, dark way that that you don't want to be subjected to. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, with the with the Lifetime movies, um, you've been getting like you know work back to back to back to back. Um, I know you have a lot of things that are that are in post production now. A lot of those things that are in post production are also Lifetime movies as well. Um, some are just like indie films, and okay. then some are Lifetime. Okay. Okay. A lot. I don't know. And um, like the indie films is like. Now with the whole vaccination is all like um everything is um what's the word for it I'm looking for like it's structured where like you have to be quarantined for like a few days and then get to work or whatnot like they doing like the whole swab test and everything before you even start working. Yeah, you have to, I've done so many COVID tests. It's <laughs> not even funny. Oh <laughs> you have so many things up your nose, right? All these Q-tips and like. Oh yeah, so it's just my nose is just—it's been used and abused. <laughs> well, at least it's not the other stuff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh man, so like you know, like yeah, I'm saying like you know, I know you're busy with work and you're doing so many different things. Um, have you had time to like reflect? on quarantine when you was quarantined like have you had time to reflect on yourself like did you like what did you learn about yourself during like the quarantine when you was quarantined you know I feel like some good did come from it for me I realized that I needed to kind of slow down a little bit and um, kind of appreciate the simpler things in life um, and the challenge I'm having right now is that now that things are kind of getting slowly back to normal and I'm, you know, I'm running around busy working, doing this, doing that, that I'm kind of like, I wish that I could somehow evolve to a place with it in, in a real life way where I can still do the work and do everything I need to be doing, but I can still have a little bit of that slowing down that I was able to get from the pandemic because, you know, sometimes I'm running around and hustling so much that it's like, I don't really take care of my own, like, mental well-being or like I don't take the chance to really grow into the person I want to be because I'm just always focused on work and trying to get from here to there and um yeah so I'd like to try to incorporate some of what I had during the pandemic now yeah and and how do you keep up because you don't age at all you look the same like what is your secrets like what do you do (laughs) I mean, I have a lot of those face sheet masks, you know, like the hydrating masks. <laughs> like, sometimes I use one yeah. every morning. That really works? Oh, wow. I mean, it really does yeah. help. Like, I noticed, I noticed the difference in a day when I don't use one and then I do. It's like there's a little bit of extra glow because, I mean, you're, you know, you just need a lot of, for me, I need a lot of moisturizer and, like, a lot of hydration on my face because okay. my skin will get kind of dry. So, I mean, I think that helps, just taking care of my skin. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, man. So, like, um, what else do you, like, I, you said, I know you've been doing indie movies in Lifetime. Um, is there any particular role that you haven't played yet that you would love to sink your teeth into? 
any kind of role. You know, I well, especially in these lifetime movies, I'm always playing the uh, protagonist, <laughs> like the yes. the victim who has to fight back, and yeah. So I'm dying to play the bad girl, like you know the just the troublemaker, the sexy bad girl. Like yeah. I feel like I could really you know rock a role like that, um, and I just haven't had the opportunity yet. Yeah, like, do you think you do you feel like you get typecasted because, like, like the wholesome role? Like, you feel like you always get like typecasted for that. Yeah, like since I yeah. started doing those, then now that's yeah. always the role I get. I'm not complaining. Like, I mean, I'm just I'm happy for the work yeah. again. But, um, but yeah, I think that once I have the opportunity to play, you know, the antagonist, people are gonna, you know, it might open up some new opportunities because people will see, oh, she could actually play that too. You know? Yeah. Like like the movie Dirty Teacher, would you like a role like that? I didn't see that movie. Oh, you didn't see that I'm movie? Guess, I'm guessing she's a uh, bad teacher. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, like the teacher that has an affair with the student and whatnot. That's oh, that's right. Been, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, who was I think I think it was um uh, um Josie Davis. That's who she, she, that's who was the dirty teacher okay. in that movie. Yeah, something like that. Something like. Yeah, something meaty like that, like a like a like like a naughty type of role, right? Like something like that. You yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. Something like that would be really really fun to play. Yeah, I know you've been wholesome for so long. <laughs> That's why, like, all your roles are like. No, I want to. I want to have cause some mischief. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you know, like, um, like so you said, like those those are the type of roles you really haven't like sink your teeth in for you like you have it like everything not that you're typecast but like you're always like the wholesome roles like you feel like if you get a role like that then like all balls to the wall like you're gonna go all out with having like a a mischievous role oh i would get so into it yeah i would i would go all out like crazy like oh yeah i would love that yeah. I would just have a blast just diving into that. Yeah. Um, how do you deal with fame? Like when you're outside, like when like if, if like a, a fan sees you, what do they are you best known for? Like when they stop you, like what are you best known for? Like well, what is what is like the the what is the the when people stop you? What is it that you get most of? Like oh, I know you from this, or I know you from this. Now it's now it's all the Lifetime movies that I'm doing. In the past, it used to be they'd be like, "Hey, you're Jen from One Life to Live." Yeah. Um, but now it's now it's more the Lifetime movies. Oh wow! So wow! So yeah. people don't even like acknowledge One Life to Live anymore, right? Like, I guess they you know they move past. It's been a couple of years now, so they move all you know, past like, it. Oh, you were in the Lifetime. You're the girl from the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But it, like, it, it feels good though, right? It feels like okay, you know. At least I'm not recognized for Jen Rappaport, you know. Like they they don't be for something else, you know. Yeah, I'm just I'm happy that you know they are watching what I'm doing and that they're enjoying it. And that's the whole point, right? Just to entertain. Yeah, yeah. Um, would you ever like like if like if the role requires it? Is there a role that you would like have to shave your head off or something like that? Is there any other role like you would do something like that for or not? That I would do what? Like I would shave my head? Yeah, like if like if the role requires it, if it's like a meaty role, like would you do something like drastic to oh yourself? Oh my gosh! Well, I mean, I don't have the ears for a shaved head. <laughs> I will say that I just don't. So I. <laughs> That's a tough one for me. I mean, it would have to be, like, the hugest director that's going to, like, win me an Oscar for this role. Like, gotcha. <laughs> I mean, 
Yeah, it would have to be some extraordinary circumstances for me to shave my head. Yeah, like get a make like get a makeup effects artist and just put a shower cap on my head as long as I keep my hair. But like you know, right? Yeah, Nothing... exactly. Gotcha. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I I I give it up to the actors who are so dedicated that they like gain a bunch of weight or lose a bunch of weight or shave their head or do these things for a role. But I mean, I love what I do and I'll throw myself into it, my heart and soul. But I mean, I don't think it's that healthy to gain and lose weight that quickly. And, and like I said, if I had better ears, I don't, maybe I wouldn't mind shaving my head. But uh, I can't see myself looking good like that. I'm curious about your ears now. You keep talking about your ears. What's wrong with your ears? <laughs> There's nothing wrong oh. with them. I mean, they don't, they don't, they just, um, I always thought they kind of stick out a little bit. Like oh. they don't go flat back to my head, you know? Oh, okay. So, gotcha. So I don't. So I just, I mean, people see them and they're like, your ears are fine. But for some reason, I just have a hang up about them. So I don't like to ever have, you know, the hair people, you know, the hairstylist. I don't let them ever pull my hair up to show my ears for oh. any scenes or anything. Oh, I, I never really no- cover them. Wow. I never noticed that. So like in the majority. Uh-huh. The Margie, the majority of your movies, your ears are not shown. I'm trying to remember. Oh, my like... ears will never have never shown the light of day. Yeah. Wow. I mean, if I even wear a ponytail, they do it like where it's kind of loose over my ears. I gotta go back and watch the wrong teacher and watch your <laughs> watch your movies and see. I got there's got to be a, a sometimes a... sometimes there'll be a, a shot where I'll see it like peeking through my hair a little bit. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, oh, I get so frustrated. I'm like, why didn't they tell me to cover it? <laughs> oh my god, that's curious to know. That's a good trivia thing right there. You know what? I'm gonna look back at your movies and see. Like, there's got to be something freeze frame. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, like if there, I'm sure you'll if you'll you'll see my ear peeking through at one point, and like it'll be a, even if it's like a great scene and my acting's wonderful in that scene, I'll just be sweating while I'm watching it, thinking of like I can't see anything except for the tip of my ear peeking oh. out. That's all I can focus on. <laughs> Oh my god! You know, but the thing is, it's true though. Everybody has like a, a a phobia about something or like something they're not pleased with with their body. Like, oh my god, don't show that. So I, I think get, so. Yeah, I think yeah. most people have something. Yeah, like a hang up about it. Like, oh no, don't show my feet, or you know, like some people hate the way their feet look or whatnot. So like, right. I, I get it. You know, unless you're like Quentin Tarantino, you're like a feet person, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> um. So, um, what's, what's, um, what's on the horizons for you? Like what you got upcoming projects, what uh, upcoming wise that's going to like air anything that's going to air like, um, like recently or like the next couple of months or whatnot. Yeah. Well, on, um, it's next week, I believe August 27th, I've got a lifetime movie airing at 8 PM. Um, it's called danger in the spotlight. Ooh. Well, with details, yeah. what is, what is that about? So that one, um, I play, she's, it's kind of a cooler role for me because she is the kind of innocent protagonist, but she's not so innocent, which is why I really liked the writing in this. Um, she kind of has a lot of baggage and she's a recovering alcoholic. She uh, lost her son and then went into a spiral. Um, she's a nurse. She lost her job at the hospital. She lost her husband. She lost custody of her, of her other child, her daughter. Wow. And, um, now she's trying to get her life back together. Um, you know, she's been like a year sober, but, um, one night after an AA meeting, she wakes up, um, in the middle of the road and there's alcohol in the car and it seems like she's been drinking, but she doesn't remember drinking. It appears to have been an accident where the woman, the other woman in the other car is unconscious. So, um, the here, she has a hearing to try to get shared custody of her daughter the next morning. So because she doesn't want to jeopardize that, she basically, even though it's not the right thing to do, she flees the scene of the crime. Oh, sure. Um, 
And now she's trying to figure out what happens. The other, the woman in the other car turns out to be a famous ballet dancer who's now paralyzed. And oh, then I, she, then she seeks her out to try to get answers and becomes her at home caretaker. Oh my God. And then there's lots of twists and turns after that. Oh my God. If that doesn't appease, Oh my God. <laughs> Wait a minute. So like when she wakes up, she had the alcohol in the car, you had the alcohol in the car and then you didn't realize like you just woke up and it was just alcohol there. And it was like know. she just blacks, yeah. Like she blacked out. I black out, and yeah. then yeah, and then wake up, and then I'm like, "What happens?" Oh my god, that sounds so intriguing. So, like, in a way, your role is like you're you're a nice girl, but you have a like a dark side past, and then and yeah, then, okay. Exactly. That's what I really like about her. Because, ah, you know, okay. You, kind of, you root, you root for her, and she's trying to get her life together, but she has a lot of demons and a lot of things she's trying to work through. Wow. And um, how was that? How was that role for you? Was it a really good, juicy role doing that? It really was. Like I, it was kind of emotionally exhausting, but really cathartic too. Because there were just you know, there's a scene where she talks about you know how her son dying, and there's a scene actually even there's a flashback in the hospital where I, where my I find him dead in the bed, and like oh, wow. I, I got so emotional that. And it'll be that that part's just it'll be a short clip, this little flashback in the movie. But I got so emotional for that moment of you know, like just thinking of women who actually go through with this and yeah. lose their children. And I got so heartbroken thinking about it that like I couldn't snap out of it for a minute. Wow. I went back to my dressing room and you know I took a minute. They came in to try to get me ready for the next scene and and I I like started I just kept, I was still crying like I I just couldn't I started talking about the scene with some people because they were like great job and they were talking to me about it. And I started talking about it and just burst into tears again. Wow. I was like, I was, I really couldn't snap out of it just thinking about how horrifying that would be. Wow. You know? I'm, I'm curious to see that scene, but is that scene like, is it there for like a while or is it just like a quick flash of you crying and that's it? Like, do we get to see like your range of emotion in that scene or is it like a really um, quick? That, the moment where I was feeling that, that was um, just, it'll be a quick flashback, but it cuts in and out between that flashback and oh. then another scene where I'm emotional and I'm telling um, Anna Marie Dobbins' character what happened with him, which is also a very sad scene. Oh, wow. So kind of, that'll be a very, emo I haven't seen it yet, but I'm hoping it turns out because I know I just, I really went there. And, it, you know, I really, I was just like, my heart, <laughs> my heart hurts because <laughs> I was just thinking about it really happening and it just, it broke me. Wow. Like, how do you go, like, no, no, this may, I don't know if it's a stupid question or not, but, like, how do you get yourself in that place? Like, how do you, like, everybody has, I guess, like, people picture it, like, oh, my God, imagine if that was me. Like, how do you do it for yourself? Do you do it, like, oh, my God, all right, if this was my kid, how would I react? Like, how, that you get yourself into that mindset? You know, there's different things that work for different scenes like that. Um, okay. Sometimes when I have an emotional scene, I will use, like, you know, feelings that I've had that are similar in the past, or maybe I can relate you know, to a time in my life where I've been through something like that. But in this particular instance, um, it was a little more challenging for me because I don't have any children. I've never lost a child, you know. So I was a little worried, like, am I going to be able to do this justice? But then when I was thinking that, I started actually thinking about the fact that, you know, that this isn't just like, I mean, yes, it's a made-up fictional script and it's a made-up story, but the reality is there are so many women who this has happened to, when I started thinking about that, I just wanted to almost, like, do it do it justice for the women who had dealt with this, for the women who had, like, you know, woken up and found their child dead in the hospital bed. 
I, I didn't, I'm going to get emotional again. No, <laughs> no, I, just, I, I, I wanted to do it justice for people who actually had been through these things. So then when I, when I started having the empathy for that, like it, and imagining it happening, it just, it kind of, it just got me there and it just broke my heart. Wow. Wow. You really took yourself there then. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. You know, what is the name of the movie? And it comes out August 27th. August 27th at 8 p.m. And it's called Danger in the Spotlight. Danger in the Spotlight. Well, I'm definitely going to look forward to seeing that. I want to see that range. Wow. I just want to, like, I hope you said the flashback is quick, though, but they show it more than once, right? That flashback? I think so. Okay. I haven't seen the movie, but. Oh, okay. Um, okay. And then I've got a couple more coming out on Lifetime coming up, but I don't have air dates quite yet. They should be soon, though, within the next few months. Um, one of them will be called um, A Mother's Terror. Wow. And that's, my character was abducted as a child for many years, um, and now um, she has a book coming out about the experience, and right when the book's coming out, the man who abducted my character is let out of prison. Oh. And, then my, and then my character's daughter goes missing, and she assumes that it's obviously the, guy. the man who abducted, yeah. Oh, but then man. there's some secrets that are revealed from that. So that's a cool one, too. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Another really heavy one. I know I shot those Jeez. back to back. And I was just, I was oh. like, I need a vacation. <laughs> oh, you must be, like, so emotionally drained after that. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, I was drained after the one. And then I came back, and like, a couple weeks later, I shot A Mother's Terror. Yeah. And it was just, whew, yeah. Um, but then... I, and then after that, I have another one coming out. Um, we shot it with the title Web of Deceit, but it, it might be Nightmare Student. I don't know. Sometimes the titles change. But that's the one that um, me and Melissa Archer wrote together, and then um, I started that one as well. Um, so I'll yeah. give more info when I have that about air dates, but yes. they should be soon. Yes, that's this one. You and Melissa went to Chicago together, right? And yeah. Yes, yes. That was I... just recent. Yes, and how, how was that experience for you? Because I know, like, I guess you and her still keep in touch and you guys are collaborating together. Like, how was that, um, going to Chicago and doing that? Oh, my gosh, it was a blast. Right now, she's been um, living in Texas with her family for just staying there for a bit. Oh, okay. Um, to be close to her family and, you know, during the pandemic and all that. Yeah. Um, so I haven't been able to see her as much. So when we both um, showed up in Chicago together, it was just like old times. And we just had so much fun so many laughs and just seeing our words that we had worked on for years actually come to life was yeah. an experience like none other yeah and how was that collaboration like because like you know i didn't even know like you two were like close together like that and collaborating and whatnot like how like how did that how was the embryonic stages of coming together and doing that yeah we started it years ago actually um it was the first script we ever wrote mm -hmm. and since then, we've had, we have other ones in development together, but when that happened, it was just, it started as just like a fun thing to do. Yeah. We were bored one day, hanging out at the pool, and we're like, let's come up with a story. And we just, um, just had fun, you know, making up these characters and making up the story, and then we went inside and started putting, you know, putting it down, um, writing the treatment, and yeah, it was just like a long time coming, like years of us just slowly writing it for fun as a hobby. Mm -hmm. And um, then having a couple different producers interested in it, and then finally it got greenlit. Oh, that's amazing! That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, because I noticed that I got seen you in Chicago. And how was your? Did you have your experience with a Chicago deep dish pizza? 
Oh yeah, actually, me and Melissa went to Giordano's. Yes, it how... was delicious. Oh my god, I'm like, I want to get more of that. But she told me, she told me that we can actually order it. You can order it frozen, and we'll come. It'll be get delivered to your house. I'm gonna yeah. try to order some. Oh my god. Well, I'm, I'm saying. Well, I, I know you had New York pizza because I'm, I'm originally from New York. We're living out in Wisconsin. Um, how do you do you equate? your pizza experience from like New York and Chicago pizza, what do you prefer? Or if you still have memories of New York pizza, like what do you prefer? Yeah, I love New York style pizza. I mean, I do like the thinner crust like yes. that. Yeah. Um, I prefer that probably. Yes. Um, and I wasn't sure I would like the Chicago deep dish. Cause I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to want all that crust, but then I realized it's not really the crust. It's more like the cheese and the sauce. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, so I didn't know that. So I'm like, this is delicious too, but it's still like a little more filling. I yeah. prefer the thinner it's, it's Yeah, the thing is, yeah, I know, the thing is about the Chicago pizza is more doughy. It's so much yeah. dough, you know? It's like one like one bite and you're like, you're pretty much like, oh God, I'm stuffed, you know? You feel oh, like, you're done for the day. Yes. You have one slice and you're like, you just want to take a nap immediately. Exactly. You know, like, oh my God, I got to work this off. Jesus Christ, <laughs> so much food. <laughs> right. I know, but the thing is, I, I do actually miss the, like, the slice where you go to like a race pizza or something like that get like the dollar slice or whatnot like i so miss that about new york pizza mm-hmm. you know like wisconsin wisconsin they have pizza here but it's not the same it's like the crust they use is like a premium cracker crust almost like it's a it's not even like i don't know how to Ew. describe it yeah it's 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 different it's different not all the crusts are like I'm that but it's like a crack. I'm kind of into cauliflower crust these days. Oh, I you know what? All these they have a cauliflower pizza that's really good. I usually get from there. That's yeah, I kind of really like good. it. I mean, it, it's you know it's supposed to be a little healthier for you, and then also it just has more flavor. I think. Yeah. Yeah, that you're, yeah, it, it does, it does. Like, it's not as saucy as a pizza, but it does mm-hmm. have flavor, you know. And then depends what you have it with, like, on the side, but it's it's really good. But, yeah, yeah. but but that but that's awesome. You and Missy got to work together, and that's awesome. And um, will you guys still continue to collaborate if everything goes well with this? I think so. We, um, with the same, you know, company who produced um, this one, we have two other projects in development. Um, and so it's just a matter of, like, you know, seeing when when they're gonna happen hopefully sooner rather than later yeah oh that's awesome that's awesome so like you know you have you have your um, you know um your indie films um lifetime and then you have your upcoming projects is it more refreshing like having a project that you guys do from the ground up and then coming to fruition like everything is coming to light from the ground stages of writing and everything it's nice um you know being a part of all that um it really, you know, it's more satisfying in a way to being part of the whole, you know, creative process from the get-go. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really enjoy that. It's a lot more work, but it's also, you know, just fulfilling in a different way. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, what, what are your goals for the remainder of the year? Like, I know you said you have, you know, your movies coming out and whatnot. Like, is there any particular goal before this year ends that's you have down the pipeline i want to take the time to um do more writing actually um Mm -hmm. i have an idea for a series um that i have the treatment written for i just need to like buckle down and you know it's like i want to write that dream script that i'm just like yes you know Mm -hmm. like this is exactly what i want to be doing um so I'm, yeah. I just need to put more effort into that. Um, start writing the episodes, and you know, pitch it around and see what I can do with it. Oh wow! Okay, 
So this is something this is something you've been thinking of for a long time that you just started to put pen to paper now. Yeah, it's an idea I've had for a long time, and um, actually, a couple of years ago I wrote the treatment, but now I just have like more ideas for it, and I need to fine tune it, and um, you know, it's it's sometimes it's just about putting that extra effort in. I mean, there's a lot of people who create their own shows and they do really well, and you know, you don't even realize certain actors that like, you know, like Orange is the New Black, like you know, yeah. one of the that she created it from her own experiences and um you know it's just it's just a matter of like going out there and and going after what you want with you know well gusto so i there's i have all these ideas and you know dream projects i want to work on but it's i get so busy with everything else that i kind of put them on the back burner Mm -hmm. so i guess my goal for this year is to um just put all my focus back on that um to push my career to the place where i want it to go yeah, pretty much like when you have downtime, even though you really don't have downtime, but like you try to find the time to like still come up with your original treatment, right? Yeah, exactly. Oh, wow. I wish you luck on that because I know like trying to start a goal and trying to stay focused on something, but then you get sidetracked with work and then like probably you get more work back to back is like you you lose sight of what you want to create because you're portraying a, a character you created for somebody else. So I know it's probably exactly. like, yeah, it's, it's definitely yeah, hard that way. Yeah, if you have a little time off, you're so exhausted. <laughs> I mean, you, you, you want to feel like a normal human being. You want to have time with your friends or, you know, if you are in a relationship, you got to spend time on that. Um, you want to have time maybe just to like be a couch potato and, you know. Yeah. But, but yeah, you've got to like, you know, the, the people who are successful just keep pushing through. You know, they don't, they wake up early. They don't, you know, take as many breaks as many vacations they just you know keep plowing through so that's what i need to do yeah yeah well that's awesome man. like i know you've been <clears throat> wow like you've been like to like today i don't know if you have any plans today but like you're like work 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 and then like do you have like this like this week have you had time to write on your screenplay like do you have time to did you have time to do today or not this is it's still early i know but are you yeah. planning on I mean, a little bit but yeah. also um I, auditions have been flooding in. It's really gotten, you know, now that things are open back up. Oh, um, okay. So I've had a ton of, like, self-tape auditions. It's, like, a lot of lines to memorize. And then, I'm, you know, I've been doing um, some interviews to publicize this movie coming out on the 27th. So that keeps me really busy doing all that. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing this film on the 27th. And I'm looking forward to seeing Thanks. your other films. And, you know, you are definitely a lifetime staple. I don't know if that's a... If, that's not that's that's not me saying it insultingly. I'm just saying like you know because oh, no. you know like you have a lot of movies on there. So like you know even reruns <laughs> you get pretty much see it. I think the Lifetime has an app too as well, right? Is there like a Lifetime app too? Oh really? I I, I think so. Isn't there like like the Lifetime Movie Club? Is that what it is? I I, I believe so. Like I know because I have Dish, but then they have like the app in it. Because everybody's cable mm-hmm. system is different, so I don't know like if Spectrum or whatnot. But I know there's a Lifetime app. Like when you click on it, and then there's like all the movies, like pretty much there. You can pretty much oh, see. Cool. So definitely, you know, people could definitely check out your work and see that, and you know, see your film roles as well. And you know, I'm 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 so happy that you know you're getting you know following your pursuing your dream. You know, you're working also, but you're also trying to put your imagination to paper, and hopefully, it gets 
shown and you know i wish you luck on that you know because there's no you know like everybody has a job and has but you know there's something that's i think more rewarding where something's coming from your own mind and then you get to like put it out there and you know people get to see what you created from you so that's awesome you know and i'm glad you know you and missy got together and are doing your things together that's so awesome you know like you guys are doing your thing no you're definitely welcome um Jessica, before I let you go, is there any um, positive quotes that you read that gets you inspired to do you? Like, is there any, like, positivity quotes that you read or something that you can just let the people, like, hear that could inspire them? I'm trying to think of any positive quotes right now. Um yeah, I can't think of any at the moment. My brain just went completely <laughs> blank. No, it, it's okay. It's okay. You know, it sounds like some people have, like, you know, go hard or go home. Or, like, they'll have, like, a oh, quote. Yeah. Like, they, you know, like, they it's their mantra. Like, you know, they like they something they get them through the day. That's all. Nothing nothing spectacular. <laughs> I just thought you had, like, a quote that, you yeah. know. Not everybody's... <laughs> a specific one that, like, gets me through the day. But I just, um, I mean, I just have it, like, kind of ingrained in me that I want to live up to my fullest potential, you know, every day. And yeah. I want to keep growing and evolving and learning. And, um, you know, I, I have, I let my, I cut myself some slack too. Cause it's like, I can't go hard and go home like every day. Like, you know, you, it's like, you have to allow yourself to be a human being. And sometimes, sometimes you can't go hard all the time. You know, sometimes you just have to take a minute to like, yeah. just go, go easy on yourself. Um, but you know, things take time, you know, you have to have patience. And as long as you're trying to be the best person you can be every day, that, that's all you can do. Yeah. And my final question for you is what would the Jessica of today tell the Jessica of yesterday? I would tell the Jessica of yesterday um, to stop worrying so much um, and just to, you know, enjoy the moment more. Enjoy the moment more. Um, yeah, I think you know when you worry when you when you fixate on the past and when you worry about the future, it it takes away from your happiness um, mm-hmm. because all we really have is right now. Mm-hmm. So it's like the more you're just present in the moment and and you're not worrying or regretting or or any of those things, um, you know, the more peaceful you'll be. Yeah. No, you're right about that. You're right, especially. You, Miss Emotionally Draining Woman, you, you, you know, you definitely, you you know, you gotta, like, you know, I know, like, all your roles are emotionally draining, like you said, but I hope you're doing a lot of positive things to get yourself out of that rut sometimes, because I know, like, you gotta put yourself in a dark place, and, you know, you gotta inspire, you gotta, like, you know, live it up, too, so, you know, it's, you know, I, I wish you the best, and, um, Look forward to seeing your work. August 27th, your movie on Lifetime will come out. Um, Thanks for uh, watching. No, no problem. And plug your social media. Plug what, if people want to, like, you know, right. reach out My to you. My Instagram is um, JessicaMorris01. Okay. My Twitter is Jessica A. Morris, And Facebook, I'm just Jessica Morris. Yep, and that's the real Jessica Morris. It is not a fake um, Russian hot pot or nothing like that. You're the actual. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think my re- my actual page has the you know um, is verified, so you'll know it's really me. Oh, okay, <laughs> Jessica, <Yeah. laughs> thank you so much for the time, and I appreciate it. And um, best wishes for thank the new you. year for you. And I hope everybody. Me out- too. It was great talking to you. Great talking to you too, and I hope everybody out there was intellectually stimulated by way of mobile devices. Have a good one, folks. <laughs>